Yes, we heard the Amway Center crowd. Yes, we heard it all. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I got into some heated debates about it with people. Certainly there's a lot of Magic fans who are upset that there are a lot of opposing fans in their building. But, you know, I have one solution to all that. Win. You want the fans? Win. And this team is getting close, but just not there quite yet. Let's dive in in another Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is January 6, 2021. My name is Phil Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll talk about the Orlando Magic's loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, why this team is still knocking oh so close on the door. A couple of very, very big injury scares. Still probably a little frightened. Um, and why the Magic are suddenly struggling in the clutch and, and why that's both a, a, a sign of some encouragement that, that that they're back in these games, but also um, certainly a sign of frustration and and per, per, perhaps, perhaps potentially uh, a sign of where this team uh, is, is really struggling at this moment. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do, we want to thank you for making Locked on Magic part of your day. Every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, right when we upload, uh, at work, at school, don't do it at school, don't do it at work. Um, you can do it at work, maybe. Um, school probably a little tougher. Um, while you're working out, definitely do it then. Um, no matter when you listen to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're available wherever you download podcasts, as well as streaming on YouTube. We'll get back to having some special YouTube shows here coming up in the new year. The Orlando Magic. We're happy to have Cole Anthony back. Like, really happy. Like, the kid is just bouncing with energy and and, and playing just out of his mind. Um, like, he looked like he was trying to make up for lost time throughout the course of the game. And, you know, the one thing we could keep saying is this Magic team is not afraid. Um, this Magic team does not care who is on the other side. This group this group wants to play and, and wants to win and, and is... is Playing with some supreme effort. Um, you know, I, I we'll talk more about this next week as we hit the midpoint of the season. I've definitely got a few thoughts on where the Magic stand, but um, a the vibes on this team are immaculate. Um, this does not feel like a seven-win team. This does not feel like a team with the worst record in the league. This does not feel like uh, a team that has the worst record in franchise history at this point of the season. Um, again. I think all that stuff's important. I don't think we should dismiss it. I think there are concerns, um, obviously, about this this team because of that. And and you know you can explain some of it away with injuries. You can explain some of it away uh, with 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 some things. And 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 that that's part of the debate. That's part of the story of this team. Um, but but it doesn't like I've we've been through seasons that are bad and 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 you know this bad. Um, they don't feel like this. And, and I think we do got to give the team credit for that and for staying with things because um, they are getting better. Um, they are getting closer in these games. But at the end of the day, I mean, you hate to say, you have to say it, these, game, these games, this, this league 
you are judged by wins and losses. In this league, you are judged by your ability to win basketball games. Um, and, and that has to still be a standard of some sort. Now, look, this Magic team beating the Philadelphia 76ers on a five-game, on a four-game win streak with Joel Embiid playing at an MVP level, you know, Eastern Conference Player of the Month, um, that's a tough ask. That's a big ask. Um, you know, we want to see this team compete and beat the best teams in the league. We, You know, that win over the Utah Jazz is going to be a, a big feather in this team's cap. And it's not something to dismiss. It's not something to throw throw out. We need to see more wins like that. Beating the Denver Nuggets the way the Magic beat the Denver Nuggets, that is a nice win. We want to see wins like that. We don't want to just feast on, you know, your Detroits, your Houstons. Both teams have beaten the Magic. Oklahoma City when they play them in March and April. Um, you don't want to just beat those teams. You gotta believe. You gotta see proof of concept that this team can be a playoff team and beat playoff caliber teams. And again, we're seeing signs of it. But as close as this team is, they're still really far away from the consistency they need to win. This is a game the Magic had. Um, this is a game the Magic you know, had maybe a little strong, but this is a game the Magic were really in. This is a game the Magic had control of for much of the contest. They had an 11-point lead in the first half. They were playing excellent. They had a good defensive scheme on Joel Embiid. They, you know, they single-covered him with Wendell Carter and then brought a hard double um, to, to try and get the ball out of his hands or force him into tough shots. And, you know, yes, Joel Embiid still scored a ton of points, but he worked hard. And, and I think the Magic's defense on him deserves a lot of credit. It did open up the three-point shot. They got burned by Seth Curry. Um, they got burned by Furkan Korkmaz. They got burned by Tobias Harris. And that's why the game got close, um, you know, as, as – Good as the Magic can play, there's there's still a talent deficit. There's still a talent gap that they're trying to fill. And yes, the draft is going to help a little bit with that. And, and the Magic, you know, it, it would take a crazy run for the Magic to not be in line for one of the top picks. You know, in a in a top-heavy draft, it's a good draft. We'll get more into this draft uh, as the weeks go on. But um, I, at this point, I'm not worried about the Magic's draft positioning. I'm worried about let's develop the, this, te- this team that we have because there there is something good here. Um, it just needs to be unlocked, and it needs to be seasoned. And that seasoning was on full display, and that lack of seasoning, excuse me, was on full display in the fourth quarter. The Magic had 19 turnovers in the game. They had five in the fourth quarter, leading to leading to 10 points. Philadelphia essentially scored on every every turnover the Magic made during a 10-0 run in the fourth quarter that stretched Philadelphia's lead out to 11. They had three turnovers. They took rush shots. They took bad shots. And again, that's how you lose games. This game was not lost in in the clutch. Um, and we'll talk more about that clutch play. And Orlando had some difficult clutch moments. Um, they made some bad decisions that that really cost them the game. They missed some shots that they've got to make, stuff that they can control. Um, they they let this game slip away, but this game was lost early in the fourth quarter when the Magic fell down by eleven on a 10-0 run, turned the ball over three times, had five turnovers in the fourth quarter for ten points. Um, when they made mistakes that didn't even let them stay in the game. Uh, you know, honestly, like close games are, are coin flips. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think, co- I don't think coaches, I don't think players lose much sleep over making or missing shots. Um, if they do, that's probably a problem, but I don't think they lose much sleep over making or missing shots. They lose sleep over poor execution and they lose sleep over turnovers, stuff that you can control. Your ability to control what you can control. You know, you shoot a shot, you could shoot it perfectly and it just doesn't go away. 
That's you live with that. Um, so uh, honestly, the end of this game that doesn't bother me as much as the beginning of the fourth when the magic just the magic, you know, let it slip and then had to scramble to get back. Um, you know, Cole Anthony does does some incredible work as a motivator for this team. Um, you know, the dude, the dude rolled his the dude got hit where you don't want to get hit, um, stayed in the game. Um, rolled his ankle really badly after making a three-pointer in the third quarter to the point that he needed, he was struggling to get off the floor. He came back to the sideline, was standing the entire time to keep some blood flow in his ankle. Uh, it was his left ankle this time, not his right ankle, which he previous, previously injured. Um, came back in the game and just balled out. Um, you know, yes, uh, you could tell he was a step slower. You know, you could tell he was struggling to shoot, but this dude is just a, a, a complete baller. Um, you know, Cole Anthony is... Cole Anthony's a gift, man. He is just so good at, and, and, you know, has really taken over leadership of this team in a lot of ways. Um, you know, certainly I think him and Wendell Carter feel like the, the real, the, the leaders on this team, as far as like tempo and, 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 and aggression, aggression go Gary Harris is certainly a big locker room presence as well. But, um, you know, and I think when Markel comes back, that's going to even be more stable. Uh, but, Cole Cole balled out to get this team back in the game. The team the team was able to kind of get itself going. They cut the lead down to five um, when Wendell Carter was hit with when Wendell Carter was flagrantly fouled by by Joel Embiid. Um, but Carter proceeded to miss the two free throws down by five. Orlando was able to cut it to three, but from there, Philadelphia I think went on a nine two run to finish the game um, and and put this one away. And again, you you, you create this small margin for error, and that, that's kind of been one of the issues with these comebacks and with these games. It's like yes, it's it's great the Magic can do all these things, um, but you're creating such a small margin for error on a team that already has a small margin for error that you're you're putting yourself in a really tough spot to advance and keep moving forward. Um, you know, again, look, the Magic do good things. Um, you know, I, I still really like a lot of the things that they're doing. I still really like the way that they're playing. But again, it's these small moments, and, and they're getting smaller. You know, the Magic have been competitive in a lot of these games lately, but this game particularly, you know, look, Philadelphia went out and won the game. I, I never take credit away from that. They made the shots. They made the plays. Orlando helped them. They didn't help themselves with all the misses that they had and, and the points where they struggled. So the Philadelphia 76ers defeat the Orlando Magic 116-106. to 106. Again, I think the final score is not indicative of how close this game was. But it is the final score the Magic deserve after making the mistakes that they made. We'll go through the final box score and talk a little bit about some of those clutch time struggles coming up here in a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Shopify. Nothing gets you more excited as a business than the sound of that cash register ringing. It, it makes different sounds now, so I don't I don't want to do the sound effect. Um, you love that sound. It makes you smile, and you want more of it, whatever that sound is. The sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. And believe me, this podcast, you know, started out just really kind of quote unquote in my basement. You know, I didn't I had really poor recording equipment. Um, I felt like there needed to be a podcast as a natural extension of the blog. Um, and, you know, and I just went with it. I wasn't looking to sell anything. Well, today, you know, we're selling, we're selling plenty. We're selling so many things, whether it's fa fantasy games, whether it's mindfulness apps, you know, whether it's, you know, bet online, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's, uh, uh, 
good, good gambling services. I mean, we're selling everything that's anything that's related to our program here. And we're not stopping there because success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. Like my business, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first scale to full scale. So reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and a whole lot more. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is the, po this is the possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Get nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts like me. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Yolanda Magic, again, follow the Philadelphia 76ers, 116-106. to 106. Let's go through that final box score for you real fast uh, as the Magics take their seventh straight loss of the season on their they're really in need of a win. Um, they do get Detroit next, um, and then Washington twice. Uh, I think there are there is are, is the potential for wins in there. Um, certainly, sat, I mean, I'm I'm willing to say it. I think Saturday's a must-win game. This team has been playing really well. I don't think their results are indicative of how well they're playing, but they need the results. Um, again, it, it, we can we can do all this warm and fuzzy moral victory stuff. I don't like it any more than probably the coaches do, although they're 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 the ones pushing it. I'm sure the players aren't don't like it either, even if they see the progress. They need results. So, yes, I am going to sit here. I'll say it again tomorrow. Saturday's game against the Detroit Pistons is a must-win game. I want to see this team win. I want to see this team get the reward for their work. And I want to see this team get some confidence and belief that they can win again um, and, and win consistently. I mean, let's let's have a, a, a week or two where we're 500. Um, the Magic have that big homestand coming up. I think we're all expecting Markel Fultz to come back during that homestand. Let's build some momentum here. Um, again, this is not a team that can pick and choose when it's going to win. Um, this is not a team that can count any game as a win. Detroit's playing decently. I know they just gave up 140 to Charlotte last night. Um, they beat Milwaukee the other night. Kate Cunningham's playing really, really well. The Magic haven't seen him yet. Um, I thought Orlando should have won that first game against Detroit, even with the tired legs that they had on on, on that schedule loss. But it was very much a schedule loss. Um, they need to win a game. Uh, I, I don't care who it's against, but... Detroit is an opponent they should beat. Um, you know, I, I I don't think this Magic team is as bad as Detroit. Um, yes, Detroit has Cade, who is a little bit better than a lot of players the Magic have. I think this Magic team is more talented than Detroit. Um, and so I, you know, I don't I don't want to see honestly, Detroit can have the top odds and can have the worst record in the league. Um, I don't want to see this Magic team be worse than them. And again, that's no offense to Detroit. Prove it on the court. Let's see what happens. But um, I think this Magic team is is knocking on the door for a win, and I want to see them get it. Let's go through that box score for you. Cole Anthony back in action for the first time in a couple weeks since before the outbreak, although he was never part of the outbreak. Um, he had the, the sprained ankle. Um, he goes off 26 points, nine for 21 shooting three for eight from deep five for seven from the foul line, seven assists, five rebounds. Um, did not look like he missed a beat to be perfectly honest. And look, had really good bounce. You could tell he was really excited to be out there, really took it to Philadelphia, especially early in the game. 
uh, he's he's just he's just an incredible dude, man. Um, you know, again, all about his teammates, all about all about his guys. You know, still 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 looks and hunts for a shot, but he's grown tremendously as a playmaker. Um, I, I, I think I, I did not expect Cole Anthony to be this reliable as a playmaker. I, I do think his eyes get a little big sometimes, and 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 some point this out to me, and I agree completely. Um, Cole is probably still learning when to balance his own scoring with his playmaking, and both are getting better at such a high rate that uh, you know I don't think he quite knows how to how to do that or how the, even the team knows how to use that to their advantage quite yet. Um, Cole's development this year has been really really exciting. Now, after coming back from the injury, it definitely looked a little looked a little slower. Um, you know, def, definitely uh, didn't quite have the lift on his shots. You know, was definitely forcing shots to try and get the team back in the game. He's a fourth quarter scorer. He is a scorer first. Um, you, you take that with him. Um, you don't want him to change that mentality, but that that may sometimes mean he takes some shots that are questionable and and take you out of the game. But 26 points in 25-43 of, of this game, playing his first game on a sprained ankle and then spraining his other ankle. Dude's a baller. Um, let's let's appreciate him while we can. Mo Bamba with a really nice game. 19 points, 8 for 12 shooting, 2 for 5 from deep, 8 rebounds um, for him. Uh, Bamba was really good. Spaced the floor really well. I thought he did a good job. He was matched up with Tobias Harris for most of the night. They left Joel Embiid to Wendell Carter. I thought he did a good job on both ends. Um, you know, Bamba, Bamba's had a really interesting quote after the game. He said, you know, this defense is giving him a little bit more freedom. Um, but he, you know, more freedom than he's had over the last three to four years. Um, that's probably a well done moment for a lot of us, but it was good to hear him kind of recognize that. But more importantly, he said after that, you know, I have this freedom I have to be responsible with it. I have to, you know, take the trust that the coaches have given me, um, and and you and use it wisely. Uh, you know, I can't. He, he can't. He can't waste it, or he can't overextend and 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 be too freelance. There still there still has to be a little bit of a box that he's in, and and, and he knows that his defense has to continue to improve. Um, but overall, I think that Mo Mo did a really good job. You know, when his shots are falling, he is a really dangerous player and a really dangerous weapon. Got a nice dunk over Joel Embiid. I'm sure that was. I'm sure we will get that top shot. I will gladly pay fifteen dollars for it, um, for a good cereal at least. Um, but uh, a really, a really solid game for Mo. Um, really solid game for Mo. It's good to see him kind of bounce back um, in this one. Wendell Carter, twelve points, three for four shooting, six for ten from the foul line, six fouls, ten rebounds for him. Um, he got the Joel Embiid call. Struggled a little bit with fouling. Both he and Mo were in foul trouble through most of the game. They both had two fouls early in the first quarter. Um, you know, they were, they were struggling to stay on the court. Um, I thought Wendell did okay on Joel Embiid. Um, again, bit on his pump fakes a little too much sometimes, but really made him work. Um, I think the magic had a good scheme to, to slow down Embiid. Um, they did end up giving up some threes uh, in the process, but, um, I, I think Orlando had a decent plan, uh, uh, you know, and I think they can trust Carter a little bit to defend him. I think they were a little concerned that Carter, you know, coming off the, coming off the illness, um, you know, was was not was was going to need some help. Um, you know, got to get him more shots. Um, you know, some of it is Carter has to look for more shots, but they got to get Carter more shots. He can't be shooting four times uh, in a game uh, with this group. Um, Franz Wagner continues his strong play: fifteen point six for eleven, shooting six rebounds, four turnovers. A big thing with him. Uh, Sixers were able to get him into some traps. Playing alongside Cole makes his job so much easier. I think there was like some people who were concerned. Oh, Franz, the scoring is going to go down with Cole back in the game and taking more shots, but. The dude can. The dude doesn't need twenty shots. Um, you know, yeah, you'd like to see him up around fifteen, maybe per game. Um, but the dude doesn't need shots. He runs the floor really well. Um, he creates space for himself. Like he will, he will get his shot opportunities. He will score plenty, and and tonight was proof of that. 
Gary Harris's first really kind of poor game in a while. 10 points, four for 11 shooting, two for seven from deep. Uh, five fouls for him as well. Three turnovers. Um, only starter with a plus minus under minus five. Again, you could guess what the plus minus looked like. Um, everyone in the starting lineup essentially did pretty well. Everyone off the bench had some struggles. Um, that's just kind of the life of the magic right now. Um, Terrence Ross off the bench with 18 points, eight for 16 shooting, two for six from deep, added eight rebounds, a big help on the glass, especially with so much attention going to Joel Embiid. Um, Orlando does uh, out-rebound, Orla Orlando does out-rebound Philadelphia 47-42 with 14 offensive rebounds. Um, so again, the Magic, the Magic are doing good things. Um, and, and again, their offense scoring 106 points with this group, um, their offense is, is humming along. There's definitely some moments where it bogs down, especially when Cole's out of the game and that second unit's in. Um, RJ Hampton uh, was 0 for 5, 0 for 3, 0 points. Really struggled to kind of run the team, um, but his defense was really, was pretty solid. Um, so, you know, I think RJ's still finding ways to contribute consistently. Um, they, they need a backup point guard right now, though. Um, you know, I think the Magic have been determined, um, and I think rightly so, determined to not use RJ Hampton as a point guard. Um, I, I think there's a, you know, a little bit of a lack of trust there, which I think is fair. Um, and I think they want to develop him as a slasher and, and, and wing shooter rather than as a point guard. Um, so, you know, again, we've said this a million times. If When Marco Fultz comes back, things are going to be a little bit easier. Despite everything, Orlando does turn the ball over 19 times for 28 points. Like I said, five times in the fourth quarter for 10 points, meaning that Philadelphia scored on every single turnover. Um, it was a close game throughout, but Philadelphia outscores Orlando 28 to 17 they shoot 50.6% from four, 12 for 28 from beyond the arc, 18 for 24 from the line. Philadelphia does turn the ball over back 17 times for 18 points. So again, a big difference in this game, but really Orlando, uh, they got down and defended. Um, they played their scheme, but still left some holes open that Philadelphia was able to exploit. Seth Curry scores 20 points, eight for 13 shooting, three for five from deep. That was big in the first half. Firkin Korkmaz, 20 points, eight, six for 15 shooting, four for nine from deep. He was big in the second half. Tobias Harris got going 22 points, nine for 19 shooting three for six from deep. And then of course, Joel Embiid 31 points, 12 for 22 shooting seven for 10 from the foul line, only five rebounds for Joel Embiid. So good job there for the magic. He had six turnovers. So like I said, I think the magic scheme on Joel Embiid was pretty good, um, but they did struggle to get back out to three point shooters. They did put a little too much attention on him. It's been a, a struggle for this Orlando magic team. Uh, dealing, uh, uh, putting guys, too many guys to the paint um, has been an issue. The Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 116-106. to We'll chat a little bit about the Magic's late-game struggles, uh, some of the extracurriculars in this game coming up here in just a moment. But first, BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue the march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use your promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. You know, 
a big moment that fans were talking about after the game. And, and, and I'm, I'm with all the fans on this. You know, I, I, I've, I, I, as a longtime Magic fan myself, as someone who's, you know, been going to games since I was a kid, um, you know, sitting in the stands, um, some of these home games have been really frustrating. Um, you know, look, Orlando is a transitory market. Um, you know, a lot of people move here. There are not a lot of native Orlando residents like myself. There's not a lot of people who um, tend to stay in Orlando. Um, you know, I think that's changing. I think Orlando is developing a new identity and, and building uh, building people who come here and stay here and build their families here. Um, but it, it's it's not always surprising when big market teams, when the best teams come to town and, and there's a sizable fan presence. You know, obviously the Lakers, the Knicks, the Bulls, to some extent, always bring fans. The Warriors have a lot of fans right now, too. Um, Steph Curry has a lot of fans right now, too. The Nets, you know, they don't travel as well as the Knicks, but, you know, they have a lot of fans. And obviously the Heat coming from Miami, having the success that they've had, they fill the stadium up a little bit. And and, and the crowds can get a little raucous, and it, it gets a little frustrating. And, and um, you know, at the end of this game, and Philadelphia fans are very much the same. Um, at the end of this game, with the Magic down by five, Wendell Carter at the foul line uh, on those flagrant fouls. He missed a free throw, and the Sixers fans right behind the, the that basket that they were shooting on near the Sixers bench got loud. The Sixers bench noticed it and egged him on, and he missed another free throw. Um, Joel Embiid, as the Sixers were pulling away at the end of that game, was trying to get the crowd up, and he got clear MVP chance throughout the course of the game. And, and this stuff is absolutely frustrating um, as a Magic fan. But at the end of the day... There is nothing that Magic fans can do other than organize, show up, create cheering sections of their own, which there are a few groups doing that. Um, the only thing the Magic can really do is win. That's the only way this is going to change. Um, the Orlando Magic lost a generation of fans, um, to be perfectly frank. By, but after Dwight Howard left, which they had done a great job rebuilding the fan base uh, after Dwight Howard left, um, after Dwight Howard left, they went 10 years in the desert. And while there were a couple of playoff appearances in there, not a, not any anything serious. Um, not a team that was you know that that was their peak. That was as high as they were going to go. And the Magic struggled to advance that team further. Um, and injuries played a role, but that they probably made the right assessment to restart. And and another restart is obviously led fans to be skeptical. And fans should a hundred percent be skeptical. Um, um, and, and be wary. I I think there are good vibes. I'm watching this team a lot. I I can tell you that um, the way this team is playing now. Um, and the way the young guys are playing now, especially, is not like anything that the first rebuild had. Um, obviously, there are still next steps. There are still a lot of things that have to happen, a lot of things that have to fall into place. But um, I'm still, you know, very optimistic that this team is going to be better sooner than you think. Um, and, and I'm really confident in that, uh, that that they're doing a lot of the right things. Now, a lot of things can still go wrong. Injuries obviously can play a role. You know, Jamal Mosley, I think he he's done a good job to this point. Um, but he's coaching guys to develop them. He's not necessarily coaching guys to win at this at this moment. And and there there does have to be that flip that switch that is flipped at some point. It's way too early to be concerned about a lot of these things. Um, you just gotta kind of take your your bitter pill right now. As as Cole Anthony said after the game, and we'll talk more about this next week, I think. Um, you know, they're getting the stink out now. They're 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 learning their lessons. They're 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 taking their hits now. They're they're getting the stink out now. They're 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 playing poorly now, knowing that they're going to learn some lessons. They're going to get better through experience, um, and then eventually turn that corner. But 
turning that corner is the big thing. Um, you know, we can we can keep talking about moral victories. We can keep talking about how close this team is to winning. The bottom line is, though, they are not winning. And while games are closer now, there are fewer blowouts, there are fewer games where the Magic just are not in the game anymore. Um, yes, there is still that phenomenon where they fall down by 15 and cut the lead down to 8 or 9 or fall down by 20 and cut the lead back to single digits, but it's too late. Um, that's absolutely still happening, and that's stuff that has to be cleaned up. And, and I think it's becoming less and less um, over the last few weeks. And certainly the last few weeks have been weird with all the COVID absences. But the Magic have to start winning games. Um, and, and with this group, they're not going to blow very many teams out. They're not going to win very many games comfortably. Five of their seven wins this season have come in clutch, in clutch situations. They're 5-11 and 11 in situations with scores within five points in the final five minutes. Five and eleven. That's sixteen games, which is twentieth in the league for total total uh, clutch clutch moments. Um, but five of their seven wins have come in clutch moments, needed clutch play. And this team has shown it has those clutch chops. Cole Anthony is a clutch player. The dude is, I think, still third or fourth in fourth quarter scoring in the league. Um, he's average. He was he was averaging eight points per game in fourth quarters. Um, again, he scores like that dude scores now. Is he scoring efficiently? Is he scoring effectively all the time? No. And and the thing about close games is close games are coin flips. Um, close games can go either way. They're not always determined by your ability to execute. And I tell people this all the time. Good teams don't win close games. They avoid them. The Phoenix Suns also only have 16 uh, clutch games so far this year. Tells you a lot about how good Phoenix is. Um but the Magic have to perform better in the clutch. And, and they actually do perform well in the clutch. They're going through a little bit of a downturn right now. They've had some notable failures. Um, you know, again, the Celtics game was a really bad one. Um, they've had some notable failures. But the Magic overall are putting themselves in positions to win games. They're putting themselves in spots where they can execute, where they can put the game in the balance. But they got to finish the job. Because um, at the end of the day, you're judged by your wins and losses. And while we aren't expecting the Magic to win a ton of games this year, uh, while we're not expecting the Magic to, you know, be a dominant team to to have a lot of opportunities to win games, when those opportunities come, they need to execute. We need to see that potential. We have seen that potential. We have seen this team grow and make make that progress. But Orlando still has work to do. Um, and, and if Orlando wants to take those next steps, they got to get back to winning games in the clutch. They got to get back to not losing games early. Again, the Magic didn't lose this game late in the fourth quarter on that 9-2 run. They lost it in the 10-0 run early in the fourth quarter. And that's really what it's going to come down to. The Magic need to win some games. Um, again, like, I don't care about draft position. The Magic have done the work to be have bad draft position. I've told everyone that will listen to me, the Magic are going to win some games late. Their schedule is set up for them to win games after the All-Star break. Um, they play New Orleans once. They play Oklahoma City twice. I think they play Houston once in that stretch. I think they play Detroit a couple times as well. They're going to win some games late in the season. I think they're going to steal some games late in the season. I think we're going to end the season on very good vibes and very, very happy because we're going to see this team at full health at, at some point and, and for a continued stretch. And that's the stretch that... That's a stretch that is going to show us that, okay, something here works. There's something to build on, and we need to see that. The Magic got to get there, um, and they got to pick up some wins in the process to create belief and continue belief 
in what they're doing. They're good things. Like again, uh, they're moral. It's a moral victory, but there are good things happening with this team. But I wouldn't blame them. I think they've done a good job hiding it if, if they are, but I wouldn't blame them for being frustrated that they're not able to get over the hump and get the results they deserve because they're playing a lot better than what they're showing. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tune in, Himbo, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast and able listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMB. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to listen to Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this is Phil Cross. We'd like to see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.